Hi there, you're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi, I'm Heather Fallon, a media researcher at Broadcast Intelligence, and today I'm joined by Director of Sky Arts, Phil Edgar-Jones. Hi, Phil. Hello, nice to meet you. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So, Phil, it's been announced this week that Sky Arts is to become a free-to-air channel in September. What are you hoping that this means for the arts industry, particularly at such a difficult time? Uh, Gosh, well, we've been talking about taking the channel free-to-air for some time, actually. And it's one of the things that we do and we are uniquely placed to do is is kind of work beyond television. Um, So we're not, we don't think of ourselves as just a TV channel. Most TV channels is kind of a passive experience. You're watching it. We can actually get out into the real world and engage with people. Um, For some time, we've commissioned work that isn't just television. So we've commissioned theatre pieces, um, books. Um, We've commissioned opera. We've commissioned a piece of musical theatre. And we want to sort of, part of the motivation for going free to air is, is actually to do more of that kind of stuff and it's even more timely in a way now when the arts and cultural sector and particularly theatres are facing an existential crisis it's our way of kind of stepping into that uh, space and and finding ways of you know nurturing new voices cr- helping create new work driving participation in a much more sort of fundamental way these are all the things that are motivating us at the moment and I think um, it's kind of an interesting time to be doing it. Great. So what are you looking to commission at the moment and will your strategy be changing at all now that the channel will be free to air? So we are looking to do some quite new, bold, interesting, groundbreaking stuff. I know everybody says that, but I think we genuinely are. So we're still we're still making documentaries and we a lot of these are kind of co-produced and with extra distribution money, we're still making documentary series. But we have kind of three pillars of activity that we're really interested in. So if you come to us with an idea, we're always going to ask, does it drive accessibility? And part of the thing about going free to air is making the arts more accessible to more people uh, and driving more engagement in it. So that's one thing. Does it have inclusivity or diversity of voice at the heart of it? So this is very important to us. You know, we want to we want to diversify the kind of number of voices that can speak on the channel and the, the types of things that we do and the type of art forms that we kind of look at. And the third thing, and the big thing for us really is about participation. So how do you get more people to join in, whether it's actively going to see something or be uh, at something or whether it's actually genuinely participating and being part of something. So some of the things we've announced this week, like Landmark, is a, a good example of that. You know, we this is a really uh, bold, big project that is about engaging people with what is commemorated in their by their public art and their public spit in their community spaces. And we've been working again on this project for a long time, but it seems even more timely now when that debate is is a, this sort of stage in its evolution as, as a debate. So we want communities and artists to engage with each other to start a conversation about what should be commemorated, how it should be commemorated, and then eventually some create some pieces that live in those communities as a sort of legacy. We've also got a huge photography project that we'll be talking more about in the next couple of weeks, where we're going to be uh, inviting people to take part in a project to send in photographs to document the summer that never was during lockdown mm. across various themes. And at the end of it, we'll have an exhibition and a book uh, that people will be able to take part in. So, th- so the shift really in our strategy, sorry, to actually come back to the point and answer your question, is that actually we're, the thing we're doing now is looking to uh, get projects that drive participation, but also engage directly with artists. So we want artists to come and use the channel in a slightly different way. So rather than just commissioning traditional TV shows, we want to say, we're saying to artists, and we're actively having conversations about this, 
were saying to them, how would you use television as your toolbox? How would you use television as your canvas? If I gave you the artist, whatever genre you're in, the channel, and said, it's yours for 24 hours, what would you do with it? No, don't just make programs about the thing you're doing. Don't just make curate a bunch of documentaries. What are you? What would you do with TV in an artful way? That's the big shift for us, and that's the priority for us, and that's where we feel we can do something that no other channel can do. So that's that's our call to arms, I guess, today. Brilliant. Yeah, that sounds sounds really exciting. Can I ask if or how lockdown has affected the way that you and your team have been commissioning at the moment? Well, um, truthfully, at the end, like every broadcaster, we kind of had to stop everything, uh, lockdown and and go, oh, my God, what the hell, and and start up again. And we've actually, it's been interesting. We were able to experiment a bit during lockdown with form. So one of the things we did was we jacked up very quickly Portrait Artist of the Week, which is a spin-off of Portrait Artist of the Year. And we did it on Facebook Live for four hours on a Sunday morning. So you'd have a famous person. I would have an ex-portrait painter from our series painting them and a huge community of people painting along. And it was a kind of just something we did, which we thought would be nice for people. But it got a tremendous engagement, much more than we'd expected. And what was really interesting about it, I think, was that people were engaging with us and with each other as a community in a really different way and it's about a niche passion interest and I think that's the thing about the arts we don't have to be broad we can be quite niche but we learned quite a lot from that and I think we want to do a lot more of that 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 speaks to participation in a really interesting way so they weren't just talking to us and participating with us they were talking to each other so sharing tips on how to paint hands but also you know it was people from all over the world that were joining in Uh, and it was just kind of a beautiful thing and I remember Ty Shan Schoenberg who's one of our judges on portrait artist of the year when he sees something beautiful like that he starts to cry just like the guy in pottery throwdown so uh, i knew it was working when he was uh, kind of almost couldn't get his words out because he's quite emotional about this community of artists that were coming together to paint so that i think is a really interesting thing and you know that idea of speaking to people's passions and getting people involved and participating is something we want to very much want to sort of continue with Definitely. So is there anything that producers should be bearing in mind when they come to you with ideas? Look, genuinely, you know, genuinely, we want artists to come and do art, make television artfully, make make a a channel, a sort of art space. And so by all means, come with great documentary access things, great ideas for documentary series, great fact tent kind of programs. But but, you know, don't put that at the top of your list. Come Come with an artist or of whatever genre doing something utterly bonkers and brilliant. You know, that's that's what we want. Think about when we did the, the Anthony Gormley project, the one, an, uh, the one Another on the fourth plinth of Trafalgar Square. You know, think about that. Think about, we're, we're going to be announcing a couple of these over the next few weeks so that hopefully that will start to give people an idea of what kind of thing we're doing. I mean, we've got a couple of things that are genuinely like, what the hell is going on here? This is brilliant. So... You know, think of Andy Warhol's happenings in the '60s. If 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 you can look that up on on the Google, uh, and um, that's that's the kind of thing we're talking about. It's not traditional telly. Yeah, well, that was actually going to be my next question. Was along with the announcement that Sky Arts is going free to air, uh, this channel came with it a raft of program announcements, including Landmark and also ones like Danny Dyer on Pinter, which we'll see Danny Dyer exploring the life and friendship that he has with Harold Pinter. So could I ask how these programmes are kind of signalling your ambition for the channel? 
Well, look, I mean, the thing is, like, the thing is with it, the, the really almost frustrating thing about Sky Arts in a way is that most of the ideas we get pitched are really brilliant because people come to. I think pitching into Sky Arts reminds you why you got into TV. You didn't. Most people didn't get into TV to do business, right? They got into TV to explore ideas they were utterly passionate about. So we're always going to be interested in those. And you know, Danny Dyer on on um, Pinterest is a really interesting one because it's you're skirting a fine line between being populist and being popular. And we we don't want to be a dumbed down channel. We don't want to be a massively populist channel, but we want to be popular. And so the Danny Dyer is an utterly authentic voice talking about Pinter. He knew Pinter. He was mentored by Pinter. He understands Pinter. Uh, and so he's, he, but he, he said, so if you're in, interested in Pinter and you're knowledgeable about Pinter, you can come to that and you won't be disappointed because it's actually got some properly interesting information in it. If you've never engaged with Pinter, but you think Danny Dyer is quite good fun, that's another sort of way into it. We do, do often do programs like that. And we always kind of have uh, that allow different audiences access points to things that, that they either are interested in or didn't know they were interested in. And I think that's a great example of one of those. And then the other things we've got, like, you know, our English Op National Opera's Drive and Live. This is, you know, looking at arts, artists and arts organisations who are doing stuff that's groundbreaking. It's helping us emerge from the coronavirus crisis in interesting new ways. It's a world first. We're always going to be interested in those sorts of things. I, th I think, I think, I genuinely think if people are listening to this and want to know what how to come to us, please come to us with something that nobody's ever done before. Please come to us with something that's actually art. That's that's what we're, that's really what we're interested in uh, at, at the moment. And, you know, we've got, we, we've got loads of great programmes already and we've got more to announce in, in August as well that are even, this is the tip of the iceberg in a way. Uh, but that's really what we're big focus in. I've got some money to spend in 2021 on artists doing utterly crazy things. I'm sure a lot of people find that really encouraging to hear. So that's the focus. That's that. That that's. I think that's where the big prize is if you're pitching to us. Um, well, on the flip side, is there anything, any kind of ideas that just wouldn't work for Sky Arts as a channel? I think what we're also mindful of is that we've we've got a part to play in helping the recovery in the arts and cultural sector. So in a way, doing stuff that is made by artists should always be at the heart of that. Okay, so so just doing a behind the scenes of a place doesn't really do that job it doesn't really create new works works and that's what we need to be sort of really interested in so and i think you know also how can we find ways of inspiring the next generation of of artists so programs and ideas that get really under the skin of a craft i think that's going to be always going to be sort of interested of interest to us and look you know i'd be lying if i didn't say a massive name doing something really interesting is always going to be interesting too like we've got a brilliant one of our best programs that we've got it's one of our most popular is brian johnson's life on the road so biggest one of the biggest rock stars in the world interviewing some of the other biggest rock stars in the world i mean that's that's manna from heaven from for me we've got a great he's got a great dave Grohl special for our relaunch in september uh so you know come come coming with sort of talent i think you know we've always been uh i think a little bit old as a channel and that's fine but we think we could we could do stuff that's a bit funkier <laughs> as well sometimes you know? I mean, by old i don't mean the old audience revenue that's completely fine but you know a lot of our programs are about people from the 60s and i kind of i kind of started making more programs about people from the 70s and 80s and 90s so maybe we could just get into the 21st century now well, you've got Danny Dyer. Absolutely, we've got and we've got Goldie, who's done a great piece on you know uh, 
street art for us, and that's his passion and his he's very incredibly sort of knowledgeable about that. We've got a great documentary about the Style Council. Told you about the eighties coming up as well. Uh, we've got Benjamin Zephaniah's Life and Rhymes, which we're very excited about, and that's a you know he, it's part of his journey to uh, again find and nurture the next generation of poets. Uh, so very excited about that. We've got a great show from Mammy Youth who are. Uh, work inside Sky, a sort of cohort of young people who are who, who are making a show for us called. Um, I think our working title for it at the moment is "Unmuted" because the most commonly used phrase during the coronavirus crisis is "You're on mute." Uh, <laughs> so we're 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 um we're unmuting people now for this this show, which is really about you know a, a sort of very youthful take on the art, art, arts and cultural stuff. And then we've got Sky Arts Late, which is uh, going to be a big sort of discussion program, a little bit like After Dark, if you remember that, which you want because you're too young. Well, that all sounds fantastic to me. We need viewers yeah. now on Freeview, so please watch us. That's like desperate begging for viewers, isn't it? <laughs> but it's a brilliant, this is the thing about Skyers. I always say to people, you won't like everything that's on there, but I guarantee you'll find something you like. You'll find something that speaks to your, your passion. And it's a small but beautifully formed channel. I'm very excited that come September 17th, more people will be able to watch it. Absolutely. Well, I think best of luck to you. I can't wait to see all the programmes that launch. Thank you very much. Thank you, Heather. All the best. Thanks for listening to Commissioning Conversations. We'll be back next week with more, so don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Podbeam or YouTube. In the meantime, the latest commission briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.